This is AgriPulse Drive Time for Wednesday, October 24th. Good afternoon. I'm Jeff Alley. Drive Time is brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Biodiesel supports more than $11 billion in economic activity and 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit AmericasAdvancedBioFuel.com for more. Well, while the nation is focused on the midterm elections next month, the underlying hope of the agriculture community is to see a farm bill completed during the lame duck session of Congress. On this edition of Drive Time, we're featuring recent comments by Senate Ag Ranking Member Debbie Stabenow and House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway on recent episodes of AgriPulse Open Mic. Some muse that the fate of the new farm policy rests in the balance of the voter decision on November 6th. Senator Stabenow isn't so sure that's the case. Well, you can argue it either way, frankly, um, and so we'll just have to see. I mean, from my perspective, either way, we should keep our farmers and ranchers and rural communities at the forefront and families who are uh, counting on us to get it right. And so let's just keep that at, in the focus, not the politics, and that's the way to get it done. Chairman Conaway says he appreciates the anxiety farmers and ranchers are feeling, and he knows there's a dire need to finish the bill as quickly as possible. The stress of five years' worth of eating into your capital, eating into your savings, and those kind of things to try to keep the hearth and home together on, on these farms and ranches, the, you know, taking second and third jobs, all the things that are going going on out there. Bankruptcies are up 39% over the last two years. And Jeff, as you know, suicides among farm families are, are increasing. And that just haunts me every single day. Conaway said it's the ultimate responsibility of a chairman to deliver a new farm bill. There have been more than a few calls for him to compromise the principles of the House-approved language. Conaway told AgriPulse that's not something he's prepared to do. I'm not going to put a bill on the floor that gets more Democrat votes than Republican votes. That happened in the Senate. I understand the dynamics over there, but I cannot, will not refuse to do that uh, to my guys. I'm not going to make that happen because that would mean the policies that we fought for, the, the, the things that we think are important, I've abandoned ship on, and I'm not doing that. Now, it may cost me, quote-unquote, the legacy of actually having done a farm bill, but that's just that's my problem, not anybody else's. i got to get this farm bill done. And I'm not going to do something just so I can brag that I got a farm bill done. While the House farm bill was approved along party lines, the Senate language was embraced by both sides of the political aisle. Senator Stabenow says the House bill language won't find 60 votes in the upper chamber. We worked really hard across the aisle in the Senate to get a bill that works for farmers and ranchers and families and people who care about protecting land and water, our, our, our hunters and fishermen and everybody that that's involved in in land and water conservation, and that's the core of a farm bill. To the extent that folks want to add other things that are ideological but not really based on fact or common sense, that's when it gets tough. And so um, it's absolutely doable to get a farm bill that works and has common sense and and is responsible uh, you know, it's it, but we got to leave the politics at the door, and so um, hopefully that's going to happen. Farm Bill Conference Committee Chairman Pat Roberts said the four principal negotiators have made progress on compromise language, but still have significant issues to resolve on multiple titles of the proposed language. Well, speaking of the election and its potential outcome for U.S. agriculture. Philip Brasher has a story featured on AgriPulse.com that suggests how a shift to a Democratic majority of the House would likely affect key leadership positions that touch agriculture. 
Brasher writes that four of the six likely committee leaders come from urban areas, and three of those would come from the New York City area. Only Minnesota's Colin Peterson and Georgia's Sanford Bishop have direct ties to agriculture interests. Well, AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oil, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it supports more than $11 billion in economic activity. That's biodiesel. An American-made fuel transporting goods across the country, heating homes, and driving our economy forward. Biodiesel, the American innovation driving more than 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more information. That's drive time for this Wednesday afternoon. For the latest agriculture news from Washington, D.C., look to agripulse.com. For Agripulse, I'm Jeff Daly.